0: Welcome to Courageous Radiance podcast. My name is Brittany, and this is day six. So we're going to jump right into scripture. We're reading Psalm 119 today, and we're going to read verses 28 down to 32. So the whole Psalm 119 is 176 verses. We're splitting this up over the whole month as we're praying for our husbands. So I'm going to start off with scripture. We'll talk about it briefly, and then we'll pray. So Psalm 119 verse 28, I am weary from grief, strengthen me through your word, keep me from the way of deceit and graciously give me your instruction. I have chosen the way of truth. I have set your ordinances before me. I cling to your decrees. Lord, do not put me to shame. I pursue the way of your commands for you broaden my understanding. And, um, this, this has been a, an amazing journey. I, let me think, January 22, 2022, I read through on the, on the podcast, you can um, go back and, and, and read through that and listen to those. But I read through Psalm 119. And, and I've mentioned this before, it's just so beautiful how scripture can come alive and be applied across the board. And how the Holy Spirit will create revelation with the same scripture, the exact same words, but in a different season, a new situation, a new valley, or a new height. And I think that's just, I I just, I love reading the Bible. So I know I've mentioned um, over these last prior five days and today's day six, I actually counted. So I went ahead and counted between the words, um, uh, your word word ways, decrees, statute, all of that, commands. I counted 31 times up until today, up until from verses 1 to 32. There's all of these words, these synonyms, ordinances is a new one that's in verse 30. And it's this heart that is so surrendered 31 times. I mean, talk about consistency, right? If if nothing else, get the themes. So we can't just cherry pick scripture and apply it and it doesn't fit into the context, the broader context. So again, of 176 verses that are to come, we're only 32 in and I've counted 31 times. So what does that tell you? That, that tells you that this person is in love with God's word. How do you get in love with God's word? If, if you're a reader, I don't know if you're a reader. I, I love to read. It's a cup filler for me. And you know what that's like when you have like a favorite book or if there's like a Netflix series. I've watched Downton Abbey so many times. So to be in love with God, exponential to that, where you just look for moments to steal, minutes to grab. It's not, let me sit down with this word again. Let me check this box. Cause I used to live that. If I'm honest, I used to do that. I used to somehow wake up, start my day thinking that my quiet time would make God happy or somehow reward me in some way. Um, and, and I don't really believe that it was done to, to be malicious, <laughs> certainly. But it was, I thought there was this equation, you do this and you do this and you do this. Like this is how you follow God versus me now being in love with God and then these are the things I do, right? So I don't focus on not cheating on my husband. I love my husband, so this is how I act. And I think it's the same way with God. But the verse that really stood out for me, I mean, again, besides everything else that I've just mentioned, but I really wanted to talk about this, your way, this, or the, the Jesus is the way. But your instruction, your ordinances, your decree, your commands, your words, right? So we have this 31 times that the person has mentioned being in love with God's word. So somewhere in there, they made a choice that they want to listen to God's word. That they've chosen to slow down their life. They've chosen to... Take the time and invest in this relationship with God. So verse 30 says, I have chosen the way of truth. I have set your ordinance ordinances, excuse me, before me. So somewhere in all of this journey, they made a choice. You know, we have we all have the invitation. One thing I love about when you think about Christianity compared to other religions, and it's interesting when it's like Christianity is exclusive and you know, it's kind of like a club. Well, aren't they all? Are, I mean, aren't all of the religions kind of exclusive? I mean, it's not like people who are Muslim are like, you can do Muhammad and Jesus um, or who whoever, like Buddha and this. It's, it's exclusive in that sense. But the thing I love about Jesus, Jesus' followers, what we believe, what I believe is, Everything Jesus says or everything God says, it's always like, for so whoever, whoever will come, whoever wants to be a part. It's not just this little small group of people, just the men, just the women. Now, man might have taken it, had, not might have, they've taken it and distorted it. But it has been thus far, this open invitation to whosoever will come and seek him. So he's not going to chase us. Um, Well, he does in a way, but he's not going to force us is a better way. He's not going to force us to make a choice. We have to choose. So you have to choose is God first. This the very first commandment is loving the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul. And the second is like it, not making anything bigger than God. And y'all, that's hard. Let me let me just be honest. That's hard. You know, I make my kids bigger, I make circumstances bigger, I make my marriage bigger, I make this dream bigger, I make my calling better, bigger. I make whatever this this trip that's coming bigger. I mean, fill in the blank, right? And um and it happens in a slow drift, a slow process. So as we are choosing truth, as we're choosing to make him first, as we're choosing to make him bigger, That has to be done in such a conscious, consistent, dedicated way, and it's not anything that you can just show up for one time. This is a daily commitment, a daily surrender, which is why in Mark 8, Jesus says that you're going to daily die. You're going to daily give up your air quote rights, which we really don't have a right, (laughs) but don't tell us Americans, us Western, you know, first world that we don't have rights, but in the land of heaven, right? God who owns everything, we don't, we really don't. And, and what we do have is really because of grace and because Jesus died for it. But I really want to pray about our husbands or just even ourselves to remember to make a choice that we get to. And you know, a good scripture that's thank you God for this is John 14:6. So Thomas was asking. Thomas, one of the disciples had asked like cuz Jesus was explaining as he was always preparing his disciples about him leaving. And he said and and I'm not saying this verbatim cuz I'm not reading it, but he said like, "Lord, where are you going?" like, "How like show us how to get there." And Jesus says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And I know that this, again, seems like us exclusive Christians, us exclusive disciples, but um, Jesus has given an invitation to everyone and we decide that we don't wanna be a part of the club we decide we don't wanna be a part of the team, but he's really given the, the equation we have to choose. And he has equated himself with truth. He has equated himself with life. He's equated himself as the bridge to get to God. And then you see this here, I have chosen, in verse 30, I have chosen the way of truth. So when we choose, we're choosing the way of Christ because truth is Christ, Christ is truth. They cannot be separated. And we pray that for our husbands. I pray that our husbands follow this way of truth, that they are truth seekers, which is Jesus, that they um, are so in love with the ways of God that this is just like a slip and slide for them. So let's pray for this way of truth And, and really just even in your quiet time, really seek your heart. Again, because this process of praying for our husbands over this month is not just, again, husband, 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 but a heart check for us, a pulse check for us on, is this what I believe? Is is this what I think as well? So, um, dear heavenly father, we are so thankful for this opportunity to pray today. God, I don't think it's just some random happenstance that, um, my, um, sisters on this podcast, who are listening, anybody who's just tuning in at this very moment has just listened today. God, you providentially have set this up. God, you are in control of all things. Thank you so much for your statutes. Thank you so much for your decrees, your word. God, thank you for um, Jesus, who is our truth, our life. God, thank you for the way, the well-lit path that you have given us, God, even if it's a hard path, even if we have to die to some things to be on it, even if it cost us God, we choose life and we choose you. We choose to be surrounded and and, and indwelt with truth, Father God. So we pray for our husbands. Please help our husbands to have this mindset of truth. Please help them to be um, so fixed on getting to know more about Jesus and not going opposite him, God. We pray that they don't put a veil on. Over their eyes and, and deny truth, but they, but they live a well-lit life, God, that every corner of their life, that there's no things that are hidden from, from the light of Jesus Christ, that they're willing to surrender all to Jesus so that they choose him. And through choosing Jesus, through choosing truth, we don't even have to worry about how well of a husband they're going to be to us. Jesus is the North Star of their life already. Jesus is the head of their life already. So God, I just pray that each husband represented here, that you unveil them, that you reveal your beautiful truth to them. In Jesus' name, we also live surrendered. Amen.